Um, back again. I mean, it's been a very, 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 very long time since I've done one of these. Um, I haven't. I don't. Ah, shit. I. I think the last time I did one was was maybe like a month ago, maybe. Um. But like I always said in the beginning, um, I think that they, uh, you know, come when I'm inspired, and I think over this time period that we've all been having lately, um, I think that we've all had to. Um, I don't know if it's um, find new sources of inspiration or um, find different sources of um, inspiration. And also, I just didn't know what I wanted to talk about or, you know, what I wanted to say. I really didn't have any, you know, idea. Um, first off, I want to say I hope everybody is, you know, out there being safe. Um, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. You know, there's like a huge discourse on like Twitter and everywhere else about if you're going out, you're wrong. If you're hanging out with people, you're wrong. How could you do this? You're stupid. I'm not going to tell you how you live your life. You know, um, I'm going to just say you live your life the best way that you should live your life. Um, but I do hope that you're being safe and that you're being, uh, that you're using common sense. You know, I don't think you need to lock yourself away. Um, but I don't think you also need to be out here, you know, trying to uh, uh, assist the process of um, you being sick. Um, you know, it's not something that you know, most most people who get it won't die. So, you know, I think that knowing that people kind of uh, some people don't take it as seriously and kind of have a, you know, if I get it, I get it type attitude about it. But I mean, even more than death, like, you know, this is something new. So. We don't know what health problems it could cause, you know, 20, 30 years down the road. Maybe it causes some irreversible lung damage, you know, things like that. Like, we don't know. Um, so, I would say just, yeah, like, just be smart. Don't assist the process of you getting sick, you know. If, if you don't want to lock yourself away for, you know, months and months and months of the time, you miss people, I feel you. Like, that's fine. Like, I'm not going to tell you that that's, you know, the wrong thing to do. I'm not going to tell you that at all. Um, but like I said, just be smart about it. You know, don't. Don't assist the process. You know, if you're going out, just wear a mask. It's not that big of a deal. At least in my personal opinion, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Even make the mask fashionable. You know, you can, you know, make it a fashion statement, get you a fashionable mask. Um, but, yeah, just try to make the best of, of the situation. And, like I said, don't don't uh, assist yourself getting sick, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. But, again... You do what's best for you. The way I live my life, I really haven't seen anybody over these past couple of months, but I also haven't seen anybody because I've just been taking this time to kind of reset my life and, like, um, um, you know, get back to, you know, things that I think sometimes may get lost in um, our everyday lives. Um, it will in the, uh, what's the word I want to use here? In the commotion of our everyday lives. Um it's been taking this time to get to know me more, you know, think about things that happened in my childhood, think about things my grandmother said to me, um, and think about my passions and, you know, do those things. Um, I inhibit it every day. Um, you know, I I kinda uh bought some studio equipment, been in the house making music. I wanna say I made maybe, you know, uh, shit at this point, probably close to forty records. Um I think I got the equipment on March 31st. It's basically, well, May 26th now. Like I said, I think I made about 40 records. Um, so I just been, yeah, I just been, I just been using it to just, 
you know, get get back to like my passions. You know, um, music was something that um, I'm not gonna say it was ever on the back burner in my life because I never stopped doing music ever. Throughout whatever I was doing, I was always doing music. Um, but I think that I did lose the uh, the focus behind why I started doing music. You know, I think that as you get older, um, you go into your 20s, you see people having success, um, and then you're like, yo, I want the money, I want to make hit records, I want this, I want that. And I think what I had to do during this time period was um, just realize why I started doing it, you know? Um, and literally just get back to doing it because of, like, why I started doing it and take myself back to that place and take myself back to that kid you know, the first time I sit down and, and I, I sat down to write a rap, um, I would think I was, uh, for, it was like, I think it was April of 2006. I was 14. Um, I'm 99.9% .9 sure I didn't sit down and write this rap with the thinking of, I want to go platinum or like, I want to write a hit record. No, I sat down and I wrote that rap with the thought process of, I want to express myself. You know, I'm an only child. Um, everybody in my household is wild older than me. You know, so there's really going to be nobody to talk to most times about anything. Um, so let me just express myself and be able to get my own emotions out. Um, I just kind of took it back to that essence. You know, rapping because nothing more and nothing less because I want to express myself. That's why I first started enjoying making music, being able to express myself. And then my second thought um, was I just thought that there had to be more people out there like me. You know, I thought that I couldn't be the only person who thought like me on planet Earth. You know, I knew that there was, you know, some other kids or somebody else that was like me. And when I listened to rap, and when I listened to rap at that point in time, I mean, even still now, but definitely back then, um, I just didn't feel represented. I didn't really feel any representation. Um, I think the first rapper that came out where I felt like, yo, he's talking to me is like Drake. You know, I always had issues with females, and he talked about having issues with females. I'm like, well, let me not say females, women. Females is, I don't know, sometimes we can't use that term anymore. Uh, women having issues with men, women, and I always had issues with women, so um, Drake was kind of like the first rapper that came out that I felt like, yo, he's like really speaking to me, um, but you know, before then, like, I don't really think there was anybody, I, I think I, you know, like what they stood for, or maybe like, could I relate to something about their background, but the music, like, they weren't out there thinking about, uh, let's write this for Pavi, let's write this for Jonathan, um, so my thought process was, you know, there had to be more people like me. And, you know, I had to be able to, what if I can just reach those kids, you know, that feel the same way? Like, that's what I was thinking about when I first started doing music. So I had to reset myself and just get back to that and get back to making music solely because I want to express myself. And because, you know, I want to reach those kids like me at, you know, I just turned 29. So me at 29 years old, you know, even when it comes to, you know, rap, you kind of feel like it's a young man's sport at times, but... Um, I think like being young is something of the mind. Um, and you know, as long as I think as, as long as you're accepting to information and realize that, you know, the world didn't stop, people didn't stop being born when you were born or people didn't start being born when you were born. I think that you always stay young. Um, I think that's the key to staying young. So for me, I mean, yeah, I'm 29, but, you know, I, you know, some people look at, oh, you're 30 and you haven't went platinum yet. Well, no, but I do have a, you know, a, a, a solid catalog of music. You know, people still listen to my music on a daily basis. Every, every, every single day I wake up, I have never not seen a day where, like, nobody play anything I did. Somebody plays something I do every single day. Um, 
I remember growing up, I just wanted somebody to listen to my music, bro. Like, I just wanted, I remember when I got like 100 plays on a song, and I was super geeked about those 100 plays on MySpace. Um, and, you know, to, to wake up every day and think that, you know, somebody somewhere listening to my music, somebody I have no idea of that I don't know is listening to my music and could be sharing it with a friend. Um, I think sometimes we attack success with money a lot. And, you know, I know why we live in a you know material world and money is definitely important. Money provides comfort. You know, money provides um, sometimes safety. Um, money uh, stops you from being hungry. You know, um, money money does a lot. You know, money keeps families together. Money keeps marriages together. Money does a lot. Um, but I don't think money should be used as the full barometer of success. Um, and I think that that's something that maybe I got, you know, kind of lost lost in going through my 20s. And you're seeing other people have success. And, like, the money part is also there, you know. But, you know, you may not have seen the same monetary success from this, but again, think back to why you started doing something. Like, is the reason you started doing that to make money? No, the reason you started doing it, I mean, I hope, I mean, at least this is my situation, but the reason why I started doing something was because I wanted to express myself and because I wanted to express myself to other, hopefully to other like-minded people. Those were the reasons that I started doing it. Um, I think this whole time period has just been like a great reset, you know, just connecting with you know, things from my childhood, um, you know, one of the main things that I've really thought back on was that my grandma used to always say, think for yourself every day. And I think sometimes when I say things on the internet, people are like, oh, you're trolling, you know, you just, you're just going against the grain. Like, I do go against the grain a lot, yes, but that's because based, but that's based, I'm looking at things based off my experiences and speaking on them from my viewpoint based off my experiences. Um, and my experiences probably just don't coincide with a traditional American experience, a traditional Black American experience in many ways, um, a traditional experience, a, a, a traditional experience in general, they don't probably coincide with, just because you know things that happened in my household were probably a lot different, vastly different than the things that happened in your household. So I'm not trolling. It's just that like I literally don't agree. And my grandma always told me think told me to think for myself. Like if there's one thing. You know, my grandmother's not in a position where she can really, I mean, she's alive. She's not, you know, um, she's she definitely going through her own health issues, but she's not here with us the way that she was here with us when I was a kid. Let's best say it like that. So, like, a lot of, like, I really have had an actual conversation with her, shit, since, like, 2014, 2013. So, a lot of what she said, I don't really remember, but, you know, I remember her saying, think for yourself was something that I always stuck out, and even as a kid, Think for yourself was something that I always listened to. You know, it's a lot of advice that my grandma told me that, you know, when I was younger, I was like, uh, whatever. Or advice that she told me that I didn't necessarily take heed of because I felt like such the age gap that she couldn't really understand, you know, where my life was headed or where my life was going. Um, or I felt like sometimes she tried to... Uh, well, two, two, two things. She would always say, you can be what you want to be. But even when she said, you can be whatever you want to be, it stuck in my mind. But I also felt like she said that under the terms of you can be whatever you want to be that I agree with. Um, but she always did tell me that you can be whatever you want to be. And I didn't fully believe that until the day I interviewed D-Rose. Um, 
that was it. I was like, yo, I could probably really do whatever I want to do because, like, what am I doing here? I went to no journalism school, none of that. I just had a passion for basketball. We argued about it, and it led me to covering Clippers games. And then my first interview ever was Derrick Rose, like somebody who I watched, you know, growing up every day um, in Chicago, watch the Simeon, get to the league, be the number one pick. Um, and I got a chance to interview him. Um, I think that was like one of the special moments in my life where I was like, yo, maybe I really can do anything I want to do. And another special moment in my life for special things that she said to me was think for yourself. She told me that every single day, no matter what, think for yourself. And in any situation, I always try to think for myself, you know, I'll see what the narrative is. And like, that's cool. Like, that's dope. And also, I'll listen to everything, but ultimately my decision is going to be made through my own thoughts and through the way that I process things. So if I don't agree, it's because I just don't agree. Like, I literally don't agree with you. Um, and I think that was uh, something, um, probably one of the more powerful things she told me. I think that, you know, it helps a lot in life with any situation. You know, just think for yourself. Don't, don't, always, always listen to people. You know, don't, think you know it all, um, I think, I also think that's why I think that I'm intelligent, because I know I don't know anything, I know that there's always more to know, um, even, even if I don't agree with it, you know, it's still maybe some information I maybe want to draw something from, and maybe something in it that, you know, I can get from it, maybe I don't agree, you know, which is fair, um, but there's still some information in there that maybe I can, you know, take something from, and, you know, even if, you know, I'm ultimately, again, not going to agree with anything you say, I'm still down to have the, have the, have the discussion with you um, and process the information and come to a reason as to why I disagree with it. Um, but, yeah, man, I think this whole time period has been like a life reset. Um, I'm not going to say it's a blessing because, I mean, obviously, you know, People are going through real, you know, real, real, real things outside. You know, people are losing loved ones, losing life, losing their jobs. You know, it's a period of uncertainty for a lot of people. Um, so I'm not going to say it's a blessing, but I can say that it's a life reset. Um, and it's a period of, and, I'm, and I, I, don't, I don't know what these three months would have been like if this period didn't happen. Definitely wouldn't have been like this. I would have been doing something, but it definitely wouldn't have been like this. I definitely wouldn't have made 40 records. Um, I've also been reevaluating the women in my life. Um, I think it's easy for me to, or for anybody, you know, or for well, just me, well, I'm going to speak on me, but it's easy for me to, you know, talk to women and hang out with women when I'm inviting you to do things that I was going to do anyway. So it's like, uh, let's say I was going to go to Katana anyway because I just want to go to Katana, but maybe I don't want to go to Katana alone so I can just invite somebody with me. I mean, yeah, I got to pay for a meal, but, like, it's fine, like, you know, you're probably not going to go in there and spend two, three hundred dollars, most likely. If we do spend that much money, it's probably my fault. Like, I probably ordered a bottle of wine or something like that. So, like, that's on me. Um, I think it's easy to, you know, hang out with people and hang out with certain women, especially if they're attractive and beautiful, you know. Um, I mean, they're nice to look at. Like, sure, I'll hang out with you for four hours. You're nice to look at. And, I mean, I don't have intentions on having sex with you, but, you know, anything can happen. I mean, you could say what you want to say, but, like, that's facts. Like, it's not like I'm going to a situation with, like, oh, yeah, I want to have sex with you, but obviously I think in the back of your mind, it's like, a, hey, if this night takes the right turn, then who knows? So I think it's easy to hang out with women um, when that's the scenario. But I think that, you know, when 
that isn't the scenario. And you have to, you know, call people and make conversation, you know, and call people when you could be doing something else um, in the privacy of your own home. And when you could be, uh, you know, using that energy and that focus on something else and you still want to let people in your life and still want to have those conversations with people, you know, when sex is impossible. Um, and, you know, when you can't go out and have an experience together, you know, uh, I think that that's when you kind of find out who really means things to you and what relationships are real. Also, the people who call you and check up on you, you know, I mean, how many conversations have you not had with people since this time period? Um, like, I mean, when when people can't do anything for each other besides talk to them, the phone line starts to drop a lot. You know, we in month three, four. If you still talking to people and people that you ain't seen in about like three, four months, that might really be your homie like that. Or like that person might really mean something to you in your life. You know, not saying that, um, you know, if they're, you know, of, of the opposite sex, you're going to be with them or anything like that. But this person probably means something to you. Um, and, you know, I just, like I said, taking the time to reevaluate that, you know, build back friendships that, you know, maybe... Um, kind of got lost in the shuffle, um, but now things have slowed down a little bit, and you realize, you know, let, let's try to rekindle this friendship, or you know, have these discussions that we didn't have previously because, you know, people just didn't have the time to have these um, discussions. So, yeah, I think it's just been like a reset period for me, um, which isn't a bad thing. I think I I I I think that part of what's going on is is a beautiful thing. Like I said, I'm not going to say this whole time period has been a blessing because literally people are dying. So I'm not going to say it's been a blessing. You know, anytime it's a period in which people are literally perishing, it's not a blessing. But that one part and that one nuance of the situation has been a blessing in disguise because I don't know what I would have been doing, you know, had this period not happened. And I probably would have been living life the same way. And I've even been on YouTube, you know, looking at, you know, different, uh, different attachment styles, diagnosing myself with certain things. Um, and you know, it makes sense. Cause it's like, you, you know, you, 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 you know, you do things, um, in certain ways in relationships or when it comes to dating and, um, you may not necessarily know why you do them. You just think like, oh, okay. Like I just do, and there's no reason for it. But then when you look up your attachment style and you start to like read more into it, you take a test and then you take other tests and then you read more things. And so mine came back as dismissive avoidant. There's dismissive avoidant, there's uh, anxious attachment style, fearful avoidant, and there's secure attachment style. You guys can look them up, not going to explain them on your own. I think it's a very interesting um, thing to research, though. Um, you know, I think it just helps explain things more. You know, we had the Summer Sessions pod recently. Check out Summer Sessions. Um, like I said, I don't, I, 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 I think it's like watching film. You know, like, yeah, you can go play the game and you could probably still drop 25, but it helps if, you know, you've seen film before and you can read the defense. Like, okay, I know what they're doing here instead of trying to figure it out on the fly. It's kind of like what it is, you know, knowing your attachment style, being able to understand, you know, why you do certain things and then recognize when you're doing it, when you're actually doing it. Not to say you're going to stop doing it, not to say you're going to change doing it, but at least you recognize what you're doing. You know, um, I think that that's a very important part of anything, just recognizing what the hell you're doing when you're doing it. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing that. Um, like I said, making a lot of music. Um, and it's just been a reset period, you know. Uh, and I'm thankful. I mean, again, granted, I don't know how you have taken this time period. I'm, I'm not going to tell you how you should take it. I know there was this whole thing at the beginning, like, 
oh, if you're not inspired, we, you, you should become a millionaire after this. And it's like, no, like, people are actually dying, bro. Like, maybe it's not, I'm not, this is not the most inspirational time for me right now. I have no job and my mom's sick. Um, this is not the best time for inspiration. Um, but if you did use the time for inspiration, you know, I think the downtime can be very beneficial. Um, I don't know if you'll, you may not see another time like this literally in your life. Who knows how long this time lasts? I mean, and I, I mean, obviously, I think that's uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully, we don't see any more time like this in our you know lifetimes. Um, but yeah, like I said, you may not see any other time like this literally as long as you live. Um, so if you can use this time period for good, then use the time period for good because again, it may only come around once. You know, I think there are a lot of experiences in life that you may get a second chance to experience. I think this experience is one experience where, like, you, I mean, the last the last one, the last pandemic was 100 years ago, bro. I mean, that was technically the H1N1 in, like, 2009, but it wasn't as serious as this. Literally, so, like, the last pandemic literally was, like, 100 years ago. If not 100, well, it was 19, what, I think, 1916, 1918 or something like that, or 19, either way, 100 years ago. Over 100 years ago or 90-something years ago. Either way, most people who experienced it ain't alive no more. My godmother just turned 90 today. She was born after, you know, uh, this. Uh, that There was a polio breakout, but even still, that was in, what, the 50s? So you're talking about a lot of things that, you know, um, haven't happened before. Well, not haven't happened before, but haven't happened in, in a very, very long time. So... It's not like this time period is going to happen. I mean, hopefully, again, hopefully we don't know because we can never predict the future. But hopefully, judging off history, these things don't happen every 10 years. Um, so use the period if you can. If you feel up to it, use the period because, again, it probably won't happen again um, while you're here, at least. Um, so... Yeah, I, mean, I just wanted to check in with you guys. I was feeling inspired. Um, like I said, that's just what I've been doing um, over this time period. I don't know what everybody else has been up to. Like I said, I hope you guys are staying safe. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. I'm not going to be the person who, like, oh, if you're outside, you're an idiot. I hope you get sick. Hope everybody you know gets sick. You're going to kill your family members. I'm not going to tell you all that. Honestly, some of you guys might get sick, and a lot of you guys will probably be okay if you do get sick. It, hopefully, it won't be that serious for you. But I will say this. Be smart. This is something new. We don't necessarily, so there's no historical data on it. You know, we don't know if it causes lung damage in the future. We don't know what other health issues it could lead to 20, 30, 40 years down the road. And um, I'm always one to err on the side of caution and um, not unnecessarily put myself uh, into certain situations that I don't need to be in um, or put unnecessarily put myself in less than ideal situations. Um, so signing off, everybody. I hope you guys have been great. Um, like I said, hopefully I'll get inspired to do these things more than, you know, once a month. I need to, I need to be more consistent with them. But like I said, inspiration comes when inspiration comes. Today I was actually inspired to get something to you guys. Um, and that's when I like to speak. Is when I'm inspired uh, to speak. I don't just like to just talk for no reason. When it comes to this, you know, like I said, I I rap every day. If I just want to, you know, be creative, I can do that. But when I really, you know, sitting down, using my voice and speaking to you guys, I want to make sure that I'm actually 
saying something that matters. Um, so I finally got that to, to that today. And, uh, yeah, I hope you guys can take something from it. And um, I hope you guys, like I said, out there being safe, being smart, not going to tell you how to live. I'm going to just tell you to do what's best um, for you and for your family. And don't be stupid. You know, don't live in fear, but definitely don't be an idiot. Um, and, yeah, I'll talk to you guys next time.